Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. We believe that stories are magic. So when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth. So Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? <coughs> Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This scaly tale, Story Club members, might make you wonder what's crawling around in your sewer system. It's an urban legend called Alligators in the Sewers. So one February 9th, I happened to be in New York City when I learned that in Manhattan, that date is Alligators in the Sewers Day. Something struck a chord with me. I'd heard something about alligators in the sewers, and I'd even seen a couple of movies about it. But what was the truth behind this strange urban legend? I didn't know, so I did some digging and came up with some fascinating facts and plenty of fiction. Apparently, as the story goes, in 1935, sewer workers reported alligators dwelling underground in the New York sewer system. How did the alligators get there? In the early to mid-20th century, one could actually order a baby alligator through the mail at a small cost. What seemed to happen is that people would buy these water-dwelling reptiles as pets, keeping them in their sinks and bathtubs until they got too big. Then, they would either flush the animals down the toilet or discard them down a sewer grate. The animals would then grow in the bacteria-ridden filth of the sewer, eating garbage and rats. Reportedly, the alligators in the sewers in 1935 were disposed of. However, decades later, reports of people and sewer workers seeing alligators of monstrous size returned. The stories influenced books and movies, not to mention word-of-mouth legend. Several versions of the story claim that albino alligators, the ones that are pure white in color with pink or red eyes, were developing in the city's sewers due to lack of light. Some people even spoke of mutant alligators growing extremely large due to toxic chemical waste being dumped, causing them to grow into massive monsters. A 1980 film called Alligator was inspired by this premise, and further propagated the alligators in the sewer myth. The legend also inspired a character named Leatherhead, an anthropomorphic alligator character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Though the stories are mostly the stuff of legend, alligators in the sewer have in fact popped up in confirmed reports around the world. In 1927, a Pittsburgh sewer worker was assigned the job of cleaning out a sewer pipe on Royal Street. He removed the manhole cover and reported seeing two evil-looking eyes peering at him. The worker removed a three-foot-long alligator and took him home. 
In Paris on March 7, 1984, firefighters captured a Nile crocodile in the sewers below Pont Neuf Bridge. The crocodile was named Eleanor and currently resides at the Venn's Aquarium. In 2010, the New York City Police Department caught a two-foot-long baby alligator in Queens. This was pretty lucky for the alligator, as it probably would not have survived the freezing winter months. In Florida, as late as 2017, alligators have been discovered in sewers and drains due to many of these waste outlets backing out into the swamps. During colder winter months and storm surges, alligators sometimes shelter in nearby drains and hunt for rodents to supplement their diet. Hoping to see some kind of alligator in the sewer, I headed down to the subway station at the corner of 8th Avenue and 14th Street. In 2001, an artist by the name of Tom Otterness created a bronze statue dedicated to the famous urban legend. The alligator is on the L-Train 14th Street platform and concealed under the staircase that leads down to the A-Train 8th Avenue platform. It depicts a smiling gator with cartoonish human hands, sporting a suit, springing out of a sewer cover. Its jaws are clamped onto a small, business-suited man with a money bag for a head, who obviously strolled too close to the manhole and is being yanked under. It's kinda cute, if you're a little twisted like yours truly. After snapping a few pictures of Otterness's creation, I had my alligators in the sewers photos to prove that I'd found something tangible connected to the legend, even if it was cast in bronze. So, there you go. Alligators in the Sewers is, for the most part, an urban legend, but it is grounded in some reality. I'm just glad that people can't mail order baby alligators anymore. That seems like really cruel. Also, my dog Spike and Renfield would never ever allow me to have a semi-aquatic meat-eating reptile in the house. They'd be extremely jealous and hate the competition. <laughs> you know who has no competition though? You, my beloved listeners. You always have my attention. So hit me up at ivyatgokago.com. Tell me what stories you loved and which ones scared the socks off you. Tell me more of what you want to hear as well. Original stories, haunted places, urban legends? Talk to me, people, and I'll do my best to deliver you the scary stuff you crave. Right now, I'm craving some inspiration, so I'm gonna go check out the other great storytellers on the Go Could Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Capel, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas and Xavier who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Flusville, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, Story Club members deserve their daily scare fix. Ivy out! Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, 
and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.